What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade J.J. Williams, and today we're going to go back to Smallville a little bit more than we'll be in Metropolis today as we take a look at 1983's Superman 3, starring Christopher Reeve, Richard Pryor, Jackie Cooper, Annette O'Toole, Annie Ross, Pamela Stevenson, Robert Vaughn, and Margot Kidder. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. Like I said during the introduction, today's film is going to take us back to Metropolis and more so back to Smallville as we're going to take a look at Superman 3, Clark's Homecoming, Clark's High School Reunion. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get into it here, shall we? Now, while Superman protects Metropolis, Websco hires Gus Gorman, a talented computer programmer, and Gus ends up embezzling from his employer through salami slicing, which brings him to the attention of CEO Ross Webster. Now, Webster is intrigued by Gus's potential to help him financially. So Webster, his sister Vera, and Webster's girlfriend, Lorelai, blackmail Gus into helping them. Back at the Daily Planet, Clark Kent is able to convince Perry White to let him and Jimmy Olsen visit Smallville for Clark's high school reunion while fellow reporter and Clark's unrequited romantic interest, Lois Lane, leaves for a Bermuda vacation. Now en route to Smallville, Clark changes to Superman in order to extinguish a fire in a chemical plant containing unstable beltric acid, which produces corrosive vapors when it's superheated. At the reunion, Clark reunites with his childhood friend, Lana Lane, a divorcee with a young son named Ricky. Clark is harassed by Brad Wilson, his former bully, and Lana's ex-boyfriend. While visiting Lana, Superman saves Ricky from being killed by a combine harvester, an infuriated by Columbia's refusal to do business with him, Webster orders Gus to command Vulcan, which is an American weather satellite, to create a tornado to destroy Columbia's coffee crop, which would allow Webster to corner the market. Gus then travels to Smallville to use a Websco subsidiary in order to reprogram the satellite. And although Vulcan creates a devastating storm, Superman is able to neutralize it and save the harvest. Webster now sees Superman as a legitimate threat to his plans, so he orders Gus to create synthetic kryptonite. And Gus uses Vulcan to locate and analyze Krypton's debris. And as one of the elements of kryptonite 
is unknown. Gus substitutes tar for the unknown element after glancing at his pack of cigarettes. Lana convinces Superman to appear at Ricky's birthday party, but Smallville ends up turning it into a town celebration. Gus and Vera disguise themselves as army officers, and they give Superman the flawed kryptonite. Now, it doesn't cripple him like kryptonite usually does. Instead, as a result, Superman becomes selfish, kind of turns into a dick. And his desire for Lana causes him to delay rescuing a truck driver from a jackknifed rig hanging from a bridge. The hero shows up too late, and then he decides he's going to begin committing petty acts of vandalism, such as straightening the Leaning Tower of Pisa and blowing out the Olympic flame. Gus then asks Webster to build the world's most sophisticated supercomputer, and the CEO agrees, under the provision that in return, Gus creates an energy crisis by directing all oil tankers to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. But when the captain of one oil tanker insists on maintaining his original course, Lorelei seduces Superman and persuades him to waylay the tanker and breach its double hull, causing an oil spill. While all this is happening, the villains head to the computer's location in Glen Canyon, Utah. Superman then suffers a nervous breakdown and splits into two beings, the immoral, corrupted, dark Superman and the moral, mild-mannered Clark Kent. The two fight in a junkyard, with Clark eventually gaining the upper hand and defeating his evil self. After regaining his sanity, Superman repairs the damage that he caused in the oil spill and heads west to deal with the villains. After defending himself from exploding rockets and an ASALM missile, Superman confronts Webster, Vera, and Lorelei. The supercomputer quickly identifies Superman's weakness and unleashes a beam of pure kryptonite. Guilt-ridden and horrified by the notion of going down in history as the man who killed Superman, Gus destroys the kryptonite ray with a firefighter's axe. Superman escapes but the computer becomes self-aware and defends itself against Gus's attempts to disable it. The computer transforms Vera into a cyborg that attacks her brother and Lorelei with beams of energy that immobilize them. Superman returns with Beltric Acid, which the computer believes is not dangerous. However, the intense heat emitted by the supercomputer causes the acid to become volatile, 
destroying it. Superman leaves Webster and his cronies for the authorities and drops Gus off at a West Virginia coal mine, recommending him to the company as a computer programmer. Lana moves to Metropolis and Clark visits her, but a drunken Brad appears and attacks Clark. But the mild-mannered reporter is able to defeat him without revealing his secret identity. Lana gets a job as Perry White's secretary, which surprises Lois Lane, who returns from her vacation with an article about corruption in Bermuda and has a newfound respect for Clark after reading his story. Our movie draws to its close as Superman restores the Leaning Tower of Pisa and flies into the sunrise for further adventures before having lunch with Lana Lang. You know, once again, I didn't really know what to expect from this one because so many people have crapped on part three. And there were a couple parts that I was like, eh, I don't know about this. But for the most part, I really kind of enjoyed it. I enjoyed Richard Pryor's character, and I very much enjoyed the dark Superman that we had there for a little bit, who was kind of selfish and kind of brooding and a little bit more dickish. You know, it's kind of like if Superman became a bully, this is what he would be like. And it was interesting to take a look at and see that side of him. It's definitely not something that I want to see full-time or long-term, but it was an interesting dynamic for this film. It gave me a little bit something more to sink my teeth into when it came to Christopher Reeve and his performance. Margot Kidder was basically just like a cameo here. She appeared very briefly in the beginning, very briefly at the end. She didn't have a whole lot in this one. It was Annette O'Toole's Lana Lane who was the main romantic liaison for this film. And I really kind of liked seeing her. Maybe it's just because when I see Annette O'Toole, I think of grown-up Beverly Marsh from the 1990s Stephen King's It miniseries. That's who I think of when I see Annette O'Toole, is grown-up Beverly Marsh. So to see her in the Superman universe... It's kind of an interesting treat for me, I'm not going to lie. Richard Pryor, again, I thought he was funny, but he wasn't over-the-top comedic. You know, he played his role. He toned down a little bit of his comedy. He could be serious when he needed to be and funny when he needed to be. I really thought that he added well to this film. I kind of was bummed that there wasn't any Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. Hopefully he'll come back for Superman 4, which we'll get to in a couple of days. But I'm not sure because I really like the dynamic of Christopher Reeve and Gene Hackman. I mentioned that over the last couple of shows. When it comes to my rating for Superman 3, I'm not going to give it as high a marks as I gave the first two. But I'm going to give it three out of five stars. I did enjoy this a lot more than I thought I would, considering what I've heard about it from so many people. The true test is going to be the next two days. As Supergirl, which we're going to get into tomorrow, 
I've heard is a huge steaming pile of dog poop. And I've heard so many negative things about Superman for the quest for peace, but it's the only one that I recall having seen start to finish. So will looking back on it with nostalgic eyes make it where just like this film, I don't see it as being so bad or am I going to sit through it and be like, what the hell was I thinking when I was a kid? Not sure. We'll find out when we get there. But three out of five stars for me for Superman 3. What do you guys think of it? Let me know. If you're watching the premiere, leave your thoughts and comments over here. If you're watching on demand later in the day, leave your thoughts and comments down here. Whatever you do, though, when you get out there on social media, let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews, Hashtag Renegade Returns, and of course, the ever-popular Hashtag Shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel, for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews when we take a look at 1984's Supergirl, starring Helen Slater, Faye Dunaway, Peter O'Toole, Mia Farrell, and Hart Boschner. I have no idea what to expect tomorrow when I take a look at Supergirl, so you're going to just have to tune in and see what I think as I watch it and sit here and discuss it with you guys like I do every day right here on the Casa D18 Studios channel when I bring you an all-new installment of Renegades Reviews. To all my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in watching the premiere, leaving your thoughts and comments over here, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Likewise, all my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in a little bit later in the day, watching on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all my loyal fans and viewers out there that watch, tune in, show me that love and support. Thank you very much for watching. I will see you guys next time.